Good morning, everybody. 11.30 a.m. It is June 13th. Eric Kaiser, new you guru, life coaching. And remember, it's not just about addictions, about anything I've went through personally in my life and I've overcame. I will coach other people. So today's topic, I just did a very nice video for my Facebook page. Eric, new you guru, if anybody wants to follow me on Facebook, you can go like that page and catch some of my content on there. But I want to talk about conscious separation. You're going to be hearing this word a lot more going into 2020. And I really think that a lot of things will change in the future when it has to do with divorce and marriage and... All that fun stuff, right? So, I want people to get very conscious of the fact that, you know, when you're in a marriage and it fails, you really do have to understand that it's nobody's fault, you know? at the end of the day because when you become accountable, very accountable for every situation in your life, a lot of the times you can always find something in yourself that you could have did better. So, you know, I I just went through all this and I've also been able to come out of it with without ripping each other's heads off in courtrooms and just doing all the dumb things that for years, and you got to keep in mind, for years I thought it was going to go that way. And for a couple years, I 100% protected myself because of what I went through in the past with losing touch with kids. You know, I would have went in a coffin before I would have lost touch with my kids again. It's just not going to happen. But that fear, that fear I had made me live a very toxic lifestyle with me and my ex. And you know, I want everybody to stop for a second and realize that you don't stand a chance. Because the problem with your relationships are is that, you know, you might be your mom, you might be your dad, you might be your uncle. You might be whoever you grew up near because what happens is as human beings, we're, we're sculpted and molded and programmed to be who we are as adults. Our egos create who we think we are. That's the reason why when you go through an awakening, you have this huge ego death and you kind of wake up and you're like, whoa, like I don't even know who the hell I am. It happened to me. And when it happened to me, like I straight up went on my Facebook and I deleted everybody who knew me. Everybody, because I looked at the way I lived my life for the last decade or so and the way I behaved on social media and I had this big ball of guilt slap me in the face because I was like, oh my God. Like, I got to see my true self. I got to see who I was really supposed to be in my life. And I was like, Jesus, like, Identity crisis. So I deleted everybody off my Facebook, everybody who knew me, everybody I ever partied with, everybody, like, 
it, it was drastic, people. I had a, you know, a few people still left standing who I didn't mind conversing with back and forth. But by the end, even people I grew up with as a kid, I was getting rid of them because I adapted to this program that just wasn't me, right? And I've really became in my marriage who I swore I would never become like. And again, dad, if you ever hear this, it's not your fault. I love you. I know how it all works. No issues here. I hope one day me and you can sit down and I can explain it all to you so, you know, that way I can, I, I can feel free to do what I have to do. Because I'm not going to lie, people, with this whole chasing after addiction thing, getting people sober, you know, my old man still drinks a lot and, you know, I don't know how that's going over. But anyway, let's get back on topic. Conscious separation is a word that you're going to start hearing more because let's face it, right? We spend all this time together as people. And for some reason, it doesn't work out. And it's normally one person wants out and the other person wants to fight it through because they don't understand that they don't need the other person to survive. See, as people, we have this weird trigger in our brain that tells us that we are not one until we connect with another human being because we are sociable beings. We want to socialize at all times. So it always feels better when there's somebody next to you, right? Until that somebody next to you is your freaking enemy and every day is a battle. But for some reason, we stay in that battle. I am telling you, like I just said in my video, if you could have been a fly on the wall in my house, you would have thought me and my ex were both insane and that we were going to kill each other, right? And even though I can go back and say this, 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 and she could probably say this, 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 this. There's one thing I don't do. I don't ever point fingers about anything anymore. Me and her pointed fingers for so long. Our whole relationship was a damn finger match from the start to the finish, right? I can look back now and dissect things and... I know so many other people are living that way because I have friends. I see it. I see other people going through it on Facebook. So when you're sleeping, you just you just don't realize that, no, that's not how life is supposed to be. I understand that we all see it on TV and, you know, that's what reality TV shows and everything else. And we think it's normal. But I can tell you that there's millions of other people who actually woke up to realize that that's not normal. And that's the reason why I am pretty much friendless at this point in my life. I have my associates that we're spiritually awoke people and we, we speak to each other. But for the most part, I don't relate with anybody who I used to because I know better. I don't want to get sucked up into the dramas that they have going on. And a lot of you have dramas going on. But what I want to ask you to do is really just step back and shut the little voice off in your head or acknowledge it because the little voice is what's causing you all your grief in your relationship anyway. Most of the times the problems that you think you have, you don't even have. They don't exist. Now, I could just imagine the program my ex used to run through her head from the time we got together to the time we separated. You know, I could just imagine the things that went through her head because of what happened to her as a child. 
you know, now being a life coach and understanding that we are straight programmed from the time we're born until seven years old, you know, she, she went through some rough stuff. I went through some rough stuff. Lost a brother at four. Dealt with an alcoholic parent. A lot of screaming, a lot of yelling, both ways, you know? And our lives, right? Who we were as people before we met, if you would ask anybody about my ex, they would have said, Shh. and I've had people say this, she was crazy as shit. She fight. She do this. You now. If you ask somebody about me, what would they say? He was crazy as shit. He would do this. He would do do that. We were the perfect freaking match. We were perfect mirrors to each other, right? And that's what you have to understand is when you're going out in the world dating. Whatever point you're at in your life, let's say you want to be a part of the one percent. You want that lifestyle where. Carefree, easy living, you don't have a worry in the world, right? Do you think that you, who you are right now, do you think you're going to match vibrationally with that person who has that lifestyle? If you're looking for the relationship, right? No, not at all. It's the reason why I'm still single. I plan on being that 1%, right? So I will stay single all the way up to the day that that vibration comes to me. Because that's the vibration I'm looking for. So when it comes to your relationship that you're in right now, you have to understand that we all change as people. And if your, your relationship is falling apart, I don't want anybody to keep being mad at each other. I want y'all to high five and say, shit, we made it. We didn't kill each other. Let's look at our lives. What makes you happy here on out separating? What makes me happy, right? And you know, if if it's the if it's the struggle of one person just won't let it end, then you're gonna have to get with a coach. Don't get with an attorney. Get with a coach. You know, lawyers just all they do is steal money. That's all they do. Right? Family attorneys, divorce attorneys. Think about it this way. Look at the person you're with. And really, you got to sit down, whether, again, maybe a counselor or a coach. I went to counseling. I wasn't impressed. I went one time. It's kind of a waste of money, to be honest with you. So get with a coach, because we can break it down to you, sit down with each of you separately, and really open up your eyes to what is important right and really open up your eyes to your life and to get you to see that you want a great life all you got to do is start reprogramming yourself right you want to outdo the other person in divorce become a better person right climb the ladder 15 times faster right is that what it's about you 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 want to get back at somebody be great be godly. Trust me. You will feel great about being great. And you know what else happens? And it's just a byproduct because your vibration is so high that the person that you couldn't stand that you were married to, guess what? They start to become great too. Because all you're doing is you're changing your perception of the world. You change the things that you know you see, but that won't happen 
if two people are stuck in a toxic relationship. You'll just keep banging heads. You'll just keep doing the dumb damn things that you're doing. Don't tell yourself it's going to change. Don't try to fix it. Because more than likely, if it's not a spiritual connection, there's just no fixing it regardless what you try. Right? As human beings, we weren't meant to be locked the frick down the way that we think we are. It's the reason why I think marriage needs to change, right? So many people get married and you're tied to that piece of paper. And then your ego gets involved and you start thinking about your stuff. Because that's all we're worried about as human beings is our stuff. What can we buy? Trust me. Once you shift your consciousness, that changes too. You're not really worried about all the stuff anymore. And creating happiness is a lot easier when you're not so worried about the stuff that you don't have. Right? So, so once you're not worried about the stuff anymore, and it all starts to make a little bit of sense to you, and this really, really goes out to the people who are married with kids, you know, I went through it with my parents, and it was shitty, because I went through it in my 20s, and it was shitty because what happened was, and this happens in a lot of relationships, if it's going to be a divorce where somebody's going to be ass hurt, you know, let's be accountable people, just like my father, right, now my mother very faithful woman. She never dated again. She never slept with another man. She left this world, my father being the only one for her, right? Now my father, still to this day, the dumbest thing your mom ever could have did was divorce me and blah, blah, blah. Well, let me give you a little backstory. My father was cheating on my mother for like over a decade. I met my father's girlfriend while I was 14 years old. My parents didn't finally finalize their divorce, I think, till I was about 25. You know, so really think about that. But what sucked was I did get drugged into the middle of it, you know, and it did put a negative effect on me and my father's relationship, even though his behavior throughout my life was enough of a negative effect on our relationship to boot you know I, I know deep down inside that he kind of grew to dislike me a little bit because I did I pushed my mom to get a divorce you know the love for my mother was enough to do that right I didn't want to see her go through pain anymore I didn't want to see her sleep on a couch I didn't want to hear his drunk ass yell anymore, to be honest with you, because at that age, at 25, and everything I already went through, I was kind of beastly, and I could do some damage to people, and I didn't want to do that to the person who granted me a space on this planet. Remember, people, we're all here with a purpose, and we pick exactly where we're going to end up, so I picked my dad. That's the reason why I totally forgive the man. You know, he created an amazing human being because of the stuff I'm about to do. But when, 
when you're going through this stuff, communication is key. You know, I understand people have feelings, but I want you to understand that it's not your feelings that are causing you the turmoil. It's your ego, right? It's that it's that thing that makes you go searching for attention just because you're not getting it exactly the way you want it out of your life or your relationship, but yet you don't sit down and talk to one another about that. It's the reason why sex ends in marriages. You know, you get to a place where Sex almost gets weird a little bit because of maybe something that happened, right? I dealt with that a little bit. And it definitely sucked. It definitely put a damper on the relationship, but I could tell you where I'm accountable. I could have sat down with my ex and we could have talked and we could have, you know, been very, very open, but that's the problem with with us as people. There's two there's two shows being run at the same time. You have your conscious self that you're just on repeat every freaking day of your life, right? That's your that's your conscious being. And that's what everybody else is experiencing. Then you have that little fucker inside your head causing just total freaking chaos, right? The next time you're in a bad mood and you have the balls to blame somebody else, realize that there's nobody on this planet that can put you in a bad mood but yourself because there's only one person on the planet who controls your emotions and that's you. Can't blame anybody else. That's why nobody can get me in a bad mood, right? Nobody can. I can. I can put myself in a bad spot. I won't because I know how it all works. I understand law of attraction. I understand it all. So what I'm telling you is, stop hating each other. There's no need to hate. It, if it's the end of the show, just let it be the end of the show, right? Wouldn't it make more sense to sit down, giggle it about a little bit, and then maybe instead of blowing all your money on divorce attorneys, you know, if you got kids, Start up a family business. And you're probably like, no way. I Let me tell you something. Me and my wife, soon to be ex-wife, hated each other. Like straight hated each other. I can say that. Right? But deep down inside, I really didn't hate her. But I projected hate because that's what we were projecting back and forth. And I could tell you, if me and her can walk away and be who we're being, anybody can. So please don't think when I say, hey, why don't you step out of this situation and maybe take the money that you were going to piss away and invest it into something for your family, for the growth of your bloodline. Let's keep that in mind. That's the most important thing that our unions do when we get together. Now, if you don't have kids, just just go your separate ways, jackasses. Like, what are you doing? 
stop fighting. Just go. Like you're being granted the opportunity to, to to go on a great adventure again and meet new people and experience life and just live. What the hell are you mad about? You weren't having sex with the other person anyway. You weren't showing affection. You weren't hugging, kissing, and loving. You were creating hate for the rest of the world to suffer. Because that's the biggest thing that people need to realize. As we spread hate, as I walk through the woods, if I was really, really pissed off right now, and if I was really fucking hurt, and I was really just, uh hating life, and I was thinking about killing myself, I would be hurting everything in the woods, nature, the trees leaves the people around me we're a collective energy and the more hate that you spread through your divorces and things like that the more you screw the rest of us and some of us are here trying to make a difference right now not everybody wakes up the way I did not everybody goes through the turmoil the pain and you know pop to be a to be a teacher you don't have to go that road Trust me, you don't want to go that road. <laughs> that road was hard. Very, very hard. But you can decide to change. And you can decide to be better for your kids. Again, if you don't have kids, you can decide to be better for the rest of us. And you can just look at your experience with that person as, okay, no matter how bad it was, you know, I understand there's relationships where people are getting beat up. Be accountable. You're there. You're beating yourself up. You're the, you're the person staying, right? That's called being accountable. Stop blaming the other person. Trust me. If you are who you think you are inside and you have love for yourself, when you walk out of that situation, God will handle that person. Right? And actually, let me take that back. Because God, He doesn't have any ill will on anything. That person will handle themselves. Their negative influence on the planet will come back to bite them and, you know, you know, bite them in the ass. It's the way it works. It's the reason why I want more people to start looking into separating on good terms. It's 2019. It's not the friggin' 60s. It's not the 50s. Stop getting married. You want to know how marriage should work? If it's number one, if you're not awake, it's a karmic relationship. Understand they all end. So go into whatever relationship you're going into, if it's karmic, realizing that you're going to learn some shit and you can either learn a lesson and take it with you to the next place in your life, right? You just take that with you, you learn a lesson, you do it differently the next time. The problem with most of us is we're stuck on repeat and we're doing the same way every single friggin' time just with a different person. And then we're always blown away at the end of how it went exactly as it did the last time. Because you're causing it. You are. 
nobody else. Your experience will not change until you change. The person who is your good mirror will not show up until that happens. So let's say you wake up and you meet, as we call, your beloved, right? You know, spiritual people, we don't need a piece of paper. Matter of fact, at least for me, I don't know about the rest of my community, for me, the government can keep their piece of paper. The government can actually take that piece of paper and shove it up their ass. Because all that piece of paper does is create hate because your relationship that you could easily normally just walk out of, you now feel tied to a piece of paper because back to it, you might lose all your stuff and your money and this and that, right? So here on out, for anybody that hears this, you meet somebody. You want to tie the knot. You want to put a ring on it, right? You don't have to do it the way the government says that you have to do it. You don't have to do anything in your life the way the government says you have to do it. When it comes to that unity, when it comes to that unity, this is simple. You meet, say you're dating for a long time, you're not fighting, you're not cursing, you're not accusing each other of cheating, everything's cool, right? Because as long as that's the case and you're meant to be together, if there's arguing and stuff like that, you might as well just quit now. But if you are a glutton for punishment, sit down and crunch out your own contract. What do you bring to the table? What am I bringing to the table? What's our one-year plan? What's our five-year plan? What's our 10-year plan? Now, what is our plan if this does not work out? And you put it in a contract. And you stick to that contract. Right? It's written. It's in stone. It's like a business agreement. That's simple, people. Plan your wedding. Nobody needs to know there's not a piece of paper attached to it. You don't need to blast your personal information all over the place. Oh, wait, it's 2019. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Poof, poof, poof. You know, things need to change. We need to change. As people, as a society, as a government, as a collective, as a world. The United States, we are so much further behind than everybody else, it's not even funny. Really, really know that, people, if you're listening to this. If you're living in the United States of America, we are so much further behind because of the way we were programmed to live our experience. Eric Kaiser, New You Guru, I love you all. Peace out. Till next time.